Hi, my name is Vanessa Peach, and uh, I'm a writer and a marketer. I'm the owner of marketing and communications agency Peach Revolution. So I'm launching a new series of podcasts on Lord Russell Baker's autobiography, My Way. This was published by Tidbury Media in October 2021. So we are going to discuss the very colourful episodes of the book. We hope to bring you new insights. Lord Russell, welcome. How are you? I'm very well. I'm very well indeed, Venetia. Very well indeed. So, nice to um, hear. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lovely sunny oh, day, good. so that's good. <laughs> well, I've got to say, it's been beautiful here. I'm in Burr Castle at the moment, and I've got to say, looking out the patio doors here, gorgeous day. And, and it's been like this all week and last week. It's fabulous. Yes. <laughs> really warm. So yeah, um, nice. enjoying the spring. Lovely. It's all good. Can you talk about your autobiography? So that's what yes. we're here for. Wonderful autobiography. Suspenseful, gripping story. It and is. Uh, you published it late last year. So, you know, I'm wondering, this is my first question. I'm wondering why you wanted to publish it. So what... You know, came to your mind. Why did you suddenly want? Okay, I'm going to publish my autobiography. Very good question. Um, so it's a long story, actually, because um, even 20 years ago, people were saying to me, "Russell, look, you've had an exciting life. You've been everywhere: adventure, style, drama, sadness, and, and all many things, really, danger." So why don't you publish your book? Write your biography, your autobiography. And I thought at the time it's a great idea, but of course. I wanted more mm -hmm. stories 20 yeah. years ago. It wasn't, yeah. wasn't right. Um, and then, of course, now uh, it's gone, got to the stage where I've done it, and, and it all started in 2019 um, when a good friend of mine, ex-footballer for Norwich, Peter Mendham, uh, had his biography written by Edward Cousins Lake. And Peter said to Ed, Ed, go speak to Lord Russell, he said, because he's, he's had one hell of a life. He, he, it'd be a great story. Mm -hmm. So okay. he contact by Ed and... Um, we sat down in July 2019 and discussed the whole process. And I thought, well, this is, this is the right time now. I've got some real life stories that can really fill a book out. Mm -hmm. and that's really what, what started the process. So uh, in October 2019, we started to, I started to tell him stories, write stories, send emails. Okay. And the process was brilliant, really. Okay. That sounds brilliant, yes. And, uh, I mean, was it a lot of work, hard work, sort of? bringing yeah, everything so, to life and uh, <laughs> digging yeah. into the memory banks. Yeah, I can tell you digging into the memory banks is something uh, I never was expecting to do for a while. But of course, when you get started, it's not not a difficult thing to, to bring up all the memories you've had. I found it quite easy, actually. So my mind is very, very open. So it was good. Uh, mm -hmm. And I wrote lots of messages, lots of uh, messages on WhatsApp to Ed. I wrote many emails about various stories. Uh, and of course, then COVID hits, so we can't meet up anymore. So a lot of it was done on video calls, emails, messages, um, and it it was quite a quite a journey, really, because of COVID too. So it delayed things a little bit, but mm -hmm. you know, it gave me time to sit down and think, actually, and to put these stories together, real time stories. It's brilliant. Yes, yeah, brilliant. So I suppose uh, the editor was Edward Cousin Slake, was it? He was, yes, yeah. he was the editor, yeah, which is fantastic. You. So he, Edward did uh, a lot of the ghostwriting, stroke editing. Um, a lot of my stories I wrote as well, 
but he he actually made the book smooth because he put a, a the theme on the book so it runs nicely from from start to finish mm -hmm. same style throughout so it's a well written book actually i've had a lot of comments on how well it's been written which is brilliant yes fact, actually one of the comments on amazon says everything actually about me and uh uh, and, uh, and, and the book itself, it just simply says, this guy, that's me, is amazing and bonkers. <laughs> and I have to say, that is probably very, very true, I have to say. Yes, so um, there you go. That's the book. <laughs> Worth a read. Yeah, I think that sums up the book. <laughs> it, it certainly does. It certainly does. It's a great story throughout, so um, one for everybody to read. It's got adventure. It's got love. It's got... Uh, sadness. It's you know, it's got danger. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, it's full of everything that a book, good book needs, really. So yeah, a joy to a joy to write, joy to publish, and a joy to read. Enjoy to read. Yes, and uh, there was one episode which I found quite interesting as well, right at the end of a book, where you went to Patsy's Italian restaurant. Yeah. Um, so you said okay, you were wearing your orange, bright orange jacket. And uh, so I wanted to know more. That was my brand about, jacket. How it was. Yeah, so that's a brand jacket. You went yeah. there and you found out more about Frank Sinatra. And uh, so Absolutely. how was it? You know, what, what did you learn? What was so special about that restaurant? Well, it's a very special restaurant because um, we, I was with my girlfriend at the time. It was her birthday last June. Mm -hmm. So I decided to travel to New York. Now, I was living in Mexico. So it was very easy to travel from Mexico to New York. If you wanted to do it from the UK, you weren't going. The Americans weren't letting you in because of COVID. But we were in Mexico, living in Mexico, so we decided to fly to New York for her birthday. Um, and then I decided that it would be a great idea because we both like the big band music. We both like Frank Sinatra. I listen to it quite a bit. Yeah. Other big band music, along with other genres as well. It's not just, you know, we like varied music. Mm -hmm. And uh, I found Patsy's restaurant and uh, in New York, and it's um, uh, just just off of off of the broad as well. It's it's owned by the same. It's operated and it's by the same family since 1944. The Scognamillo okay. family family. Yeah. And Saul Scognamillo, if I pronounce his name right, um, yeah. is now the owner of Stroke Chef. So mm -hmm. it was it was where Frank Sinatra always ate his famous Italian food. Mm -hmm. um, okay. it's probably his favorite restaurant in, in America, New York for sure, probably the world actually. And it's been frequented by other big stars as well, but famously by Frank Sinatra. He had his own um, area upstairs where he yeah. used to dine and party. He had a staircase with his friends and, yeah. all his friends and whoever he decided to invite along. Um, and uh, he had his own staircase to go up the side of the, the building. So anyone downstairs eating below um, wouldn't know he was in the building at all. So it's, it's a very private area for him. So when we got to Patsy's, uh, I had my bright orange jacket on, you know, I was looking all the part, the, part, the usual style of Russell, really. <laughs> very, very colourful. And um, we sat down and I, I started to speak to, to Sol. He came out and I said, look, you know, it's my girlfriend's birthday. Um, so have you got a bottle of, this is a real test of the Italian restaurant, actually. Mm -hmm. Have you got a bo bottle of my favorite Am Amarone, but also yeah. not just an Amarone, a 1974 bottle, which is when my girlfriend was, was, was born. Yeah. Oh, well, have a look. Oh, they've got this. This is one hell of a restaurant. Yeah. And they came out with this bottle of a 1974 Amarone. Amazing. My favorite wine in the world, yeah. produced in Italy in the Volpolicella region, one of the best wines ever. And, wow. Um, 
Julie started to drink it. And, you know, it comes with a price, but I don't think it was that bad. It was around about $500, something like that. But um, okay. uh, it was worth it. And it was a beautiful wine. And then Sol came out, sat with us, and started to talk. He obviously knew we were colourful uh, characters. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, got to know him. He got to know us. And he invited us upstairs to, uh, to Frank Sinatra's private area. So just the three of us sat upstairs, talked about the times of Frank Sinatra, talked about some of the things that went on there, mm -hmm. talked about his daughter, of course, who sung those boots are made for walking. Who, um, yeah. Was also a book, wasn't there? Was there yeah, a book about Patsy's itself? Yeah, he presented us with a book um, about Patsy's that had the foreword by Frank Sinatra's daughter as well, Nancy Sinatra. She was the forward for it. I gave that to, to my girlfriend at the time, Alma. So she's got that, that copy now. So it's fantastic, really. It was a great birthday celebration. And got to know Sol quite well, to the point, actually, where we were even talking to do my book launch at Patsy's. Still yes, that's very good. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to get uh, Nancy Sinatra to come along to uh, mm -hmm. book launch. Yeah. Uh, you know, those boots are made for walking. I can't get that song out of my mind now. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> But of course, she doesn't live in New York or Jersey now, where Frank was born. She or she was born. They um, she lives in California. Uh, oh, she's right. in her 80s and doesn't travel. So the, the the whole process of getting her to come to Patsy's became a bit of a chore and a bit of a mm -hmm. chore. So that yeah. didn't happen. But I could still do the book launch there. It'd be a fantastic place to do it. So still yeah. considering it now. Okay. Uh, lovely so it's about June or later this year or next year. Launch. Well, I'm going to look at that. I'm going to see what happens. I'm speaking to a company in New, uh, in not in New York, a company in America at the moment. Um, uh, it's a Hollywood PR, so they're based in Hollywood. Uh, this organisation, and they're reading my book right now. I'm going to come up with a view of how they would like to promote it in the US, because you know it's got a lot in there with royal family. Of course, my title as well as mm -hmm. talked about. The royal families in there in terms of Prince Harry and Kate Middleton, yes, Her Royal Highness Duchess of Cambridge, of course, who I've worked with, you know, in, in charity terms. So, yes. um, Kensington Palace uh, gave me the authority to put her picture in my book, which is brilliant. So, I think that'll go down very well in the US. So, they're doing that right now, Hollywood PR. Uh, hope it's some feedback in the next week, and then we'll start to talk about the launch and talk about Patsy's Italian restaurant again. Why not? It'd be fantastic. Mm -hmm. That's the plan. I'm not sure That's when. That sounds great. And uh, also on, on that, during that trip, you also went to the Central Park with your girlfriend oh. in the middle of the night. So yes. that sounded fantastic because because of all stories about people being mugged. And, oh, uh, yeah. it, you know, so there's quite a sort of taboo around surrounding uh, Central Park. Definitely. So it was how, a very, was, very how was that? Area. You know, how was the trip in, you use a horse and carriage, that sounded great. Yeah. <laughs> very romantic, wasn't it, really? Yeah. Um, well, Central Park, going back many years ago, of course, was very dangerous. It was a lot of murders, muggings, you know, rapes and all sorts of bad things going on. But after the, interestingly, after the Twin Towers uh, incident, uh, you know, in the early 2000s, uh, the then mayor of uh, New York decided that he wanted to clean the park up and clean the park up he did. So now it's a very nice place to go around. So at one o'clock in the morning, um, we decided to venture down, get on this horse-drawn carriage, which was marvellous, and go for a tour around Central Park at one, two o'clock in the morning. We were the only ones there. Get off, have some photographs. It was absolutely mm -hmm. fantastic. One of the most romantic things, I think, you could possibly do. So it was a stylish, stylish trip around Central Park. Very nice. It was all lit up. The lights were on. Yeah. Um, 
get to the fountain, of course, where Friends, the famous fountain that's on the Friends um, series, and stood there for photographs. It was just a tremendous experience. Really nice. Sounds but of course, good. New York at the time wasn't very busy last year because of COVID. So actually, mm -hmm. it's a very pleasant place to be. Very, very pleasant place to be. Mm -hmm. Sounds great. Read about it in the book, too. <laughs> yes. So what would you like to tell listeners about the book itself? So they've listened to a few episodes which uh, we wanted to highlight. And mm. uh, there's so much more in the book, so many different there episodes is. to cater for different tastes, isn't it? Well, it does. It, it talks about my early sporting life, of course, as a football player and as an athlete. It talks about uh, my life as a philanthropist and all the charity work I've done. As I say, I've done a lot of work. This has included working with Kate Middleton, her, her Royal Highness, the Duchess of Cambridge, who at the time, of course, um, when George, Prince George was born, she gave me a basket of um, Prince George baby clothes to auction in mm. one of my online auctions, charity yeah. auctions. Yeah. So that was a very famous story, and the BBC and the ITV got hold, hold of it. The story went round the world, in all the magazines, everywhere. Quite a fantastic story. Um, so that's all in there with my charity work. It's got all my adventures around the world, because I've been to many countries. Mm -hmm. A lot of danger. Uh, yeah. Out in the Middle East, of course, when the first uh, Middle East war was on. I was out in Ankara and Istanbul doing some stuff for Reuters, the world's largest news agency. Um, but general, general adventures as well, you know, in various countries that uh, ended up with some quite dangerous situations. So it's made a good book um, and some great stories. And, uh, you know, people who read it just can't put it down. I've had lots of people now say to me, just it's a page turner, Russell, absolute page turner. And it is. Uh, you go from one page to the next, you just can't put the book down. It's a great story. So there's many things in there, really. And it talks about my first ever earthquake as well, <laughs> which was last year, oh, last yes. September in uh, Acapulco, on Acapulco uh -huh. Beach, yeah, uh, Acapulco Bay. I was in the hotel, and all of a sudden, there's enormous eruption of noise, and the hotel was then moving from side to side and up and down at the same time. It's a massive earthquake. I think it was 7.4. Mm -hmm. thought, how, well, did you, how did you feel when it happened, actually? <laughs> well, I felt quite shocked. <laughs> And the first thing that entered my mind, if I'm honest, was, my God, this is an earthquake. I've never been in one before. This is an experience. Um, so um, another adventure for my book, of course, and we squeezed it in. But it was a 7.4. There's multiple earthquakes all around Acapulco at the time, you know, fours and fives all at the same time. This was a 7.4. Uh, getting out of the hotel was an experience. Huge cracks down the stairwells, glass and everywhere, things broken all over the place. I didn't think the hotel was going to stand up. So getting out was, was the, the key thing. And then there was another 5.4 when we got outside, an aftershock. And you'd feel the earth underneath you just moving. It was, it was angry. Um, and it was quite a, quite a scary thing, but at the same time, quite exciting. Yeah, I mean, were you hurt in any way? No, I wasn't hurt at all. So well, I was just pleased to be breathing. I looked out the window, saw the balcony was still there, saw the floor underneath me was still there. And I thought, oh, okay, I'm alive. Let's uh, get out and enjoy what's happened. So a bit of an experience, but it's all in my book as well. It's another one of those experiences that seems to come my way all the time. So um, yes, uh, and uh, you're thinking about having other books, you said as well. So this is just the first of a series of books which you want to publish. Yeah, it's the first one. I think at the end of the book it says, um, if you think this is Lord Russell retiring, think again. It's not. Um, this is just the beginning. This so there will the be beginning. another book. Yeah. It's just the beginning. Much exactly. more life to live, much more adventures to do, much more exploration, exploration 
and things will come my way as well. They always do. Yeah. In fact, I've actually, I'll tell you a quick story. Um, I was at Kingsland Town Football Club just a few weeks ago. I was invited by the chairman, who I know very well, Stephen Cleave. Mm-hmm. And uh, I met this rather famous chap there, Anthony Osmond Evans. He comes yes. sat at my table pre, pre-lunch. He says, is that your book? I said, yes, it is, Anthony. He said, I want to buy it. So he bought my book. And he said he'd, he'd um, come back to me on the Tuesday. This is a Saturday. Come back to me on the Tuesday with, with his view. Well, well, I didn't know who he was at the time, so he, he gave me some money, and uh, mm-hmm. I gave him a copy of my hardback, signed it, and put my phone number in and email, and he duly came back. And do you know what? It's quite interesting because um, he's a publisher, a very famous publisher author. He's, he's got many books out there himself on Amazon, and he was absolutely uh, overall with my book. He said it was absolutely fa- fabulous story, great lifestyle, well-written, some superb comments back from an author, which is unusual, isn't it? but he really mm-hmm. meant it. That's brilliant. And then came up, then came up with a very quick story. He said, "Well, you know, Russell, your your book's called My Way, uh, Frank Sinatra, and of course I do things my way anyway. It's the Lord Russell way." So, Judy named My Way. He said, "When I was this is Anthony Osman Evans. When I was living in the south of France, he said, I was sat on Shirley Bassey's knee, and we were both drunk, and we started <laughs> both started to sing My Way. So it was quite a story. And he knew Ava, and he knew Ava Gardner as well, who was famously." Um, one of Frank Sinatra's uh, girlfriends, and she loved Ava Gardner, loved Frank always until, until her death. Sad story. A bit similar to some of my stories, actually. Yeah. In the book itself. So, yeah, quite, yeah. quite, uh, quite a story. So, he's a lovely man, actually, and uh, coming up with those stories is brilliant to hear. Fantastic. So, he's got a copy of my book now. That's lovely. Yes. Yeah. So, if anyone wants to buy the book, so the book is on Amazon, you've got the Kindle version and the hardback copy. I've got a Kindle version and a softback version on, on Amazon. Uh, they're available now, softback. Mm-hmm. So you can buy um, the, the, the My Way, my mm-hmm. autobiography by Lord yep. Russell Baker on Amazon um, in Kindle version and in softback. Or get in touch with me personally and I'll, um, I'll, I'll, I'll provide you with a hardback, a superb quality hardback version. Mm-hmm. And they're beautifully well designed, the stunning books. Assigned, of course, as well as a first edition. So get in touch with me personally, and I will um, duly sign one and send one out. That's, okay, that's the way to purchase my book. That sounds great. So I hope the listeners have understood where to get hold of you, where to get hold of a book. And uh, do you want to have anything to say to our listeners? Well, yeah, absolutely. If, uh, enjoy my book. Should you should you purchase it? You should. It really is a bestseller. It's going to be a bestseller. It's an awesome book. Um, but I was on Amazon. It's called My Way by Lord Russell Baker. And if you want to contact me personally, then just drop me an email at russell at norfolklord.co.uk. And uh, we can then exchange emails, uh, make payment, and I can send the book out. It's very simple. Very simple process. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so, Lord Russell, it was lovely to speak to you. Oh, Thank nice you to speak to you as well, Manisha. Thank you very much for your participation. And uh, we'll have more. So the next podcast is due in a fortnight. So this is just the first of a series of podcasts. So it's going to be very exciting, delving into the different episodes and trying to bring bring the episodes uh, to life for our listeners. Absolutely. So it's quite a pleasure to talk about the episodes as well, I suppose, for both of us. And... uh, so please subscribe. So this is for our listeners. Please subscribe. Look for a new podcast episode on Spotify and all the main channels. Mm-hmm. So the next one is due in a fortnight. 
Uh, it's going to be an exciting podcast as well because there's so many things uh, to talk about. So many things I've done, adventures, danger. It's going to be an enjoyable, enjoyable podcast, this. I can assure everybody. So, yes, please subscribe. Please subscribe. And, uh, let's see you next time. <laughs> okay, well, thank you very much for your time, Lord Russell. Perfect. Take care. Have a lovely Thanks, afternoon. Thanks, Venetia. And thank yourself. You. Take care. And to the listeners, take uh, care. Bye-bye. Listeners, Bye-bye. until next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye-bye.